Hi, welcome back to Breaking the Cycle. I'm your host, Lavender, and I have with me Maya. Hello, 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 folks of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That is so cute. Okay, so (laughs) I, I don't even know how, okay, so I got into this whole thing of where I just was like, I think it was like a lot of things um, came into my mind this month, especially with so many different people in my life. I think saying things about queer people um, that I just like felt was so interesting. Um, I'm not sure if we'll ever get to a point in like our lifetime, I doubt it, where it's kind of like not as like, I don't know, like, looked down upon or, like... Yeah, like, demonized. Yeah, demonized, things like that, because it's just so interesting when you hear people talk about it, and it's like, okay. um, What else is there? Yeah. (laughs) Or you like to add. (laughs) (laughs) So I, okay, so I I wanted to, we're going to start with, like, Um, we're here to talk about myths, myths about queer people, um, because there's a big discussion, especially in the black and brown community, um, among queer people, like, you often hear, um, what makes you gay, right? There's a lot of theories, there's a lot of myths and speculations, um, oh, he got some sugar in his tank, is it, what does that even mean? Wait, sugar, sugar in his tank, what is that? Wait, you've never heard of that phrase? No. <laughs> oh my god, girl. Okay. Yeah, no, it like it's very common in like uh American black families. Um, I hear a lot or oh, that thing is like, oh like he just got a little sugar in his take. Like to refer to someone as being gay without saying it or like fruity. Oh or, my like, gosh. Or like sugar in his Loafers? No, I'm not sure it's loafers, but I know there's a phrase with loafers <laughs> that refers to that as well. But yeah, people could be saying like, "Oh, he just got a little sugar in his tank." You know him. Like what? <laughs> you never heard of that? That sounds oh, so God. weird. That sounds like a sexual yeah. thing. <laughs> it sounds like Honestly, a, a sex is, act. <laughs> it. Yeah, I would not be surprised. But also, I feel like a lot of the phrases used to like or like just jokes or whatever are all rooted with like sex (laughs) for what reason i don't know but very much sex obsessed yeah yeah america (laughs) yeah we live in a very sex obsessed world so i mean speaking of sex um the first one that came up a lot is sexual trauma assault Mm -hmm. stuff like that that's a big myth of if you are Oh, big trigger warning. (laughs) Um, Sorry, big trigger warning for anyone. But that is a common thing among the queer community of like, oh, if someone was raped or molested, um, touched in an inappropriate way, um, exposed to overly sexual things, which a lot of people, um, especially in the black and brown communities, I feel like with our music, our media is very sexual, hypersexualized, and in general, yeah. we're hypersexualized in society. Um, but I don't think that's everyone's experience um, because I feel like a lot of the, I mean, granted, I know like less than one percent of 
people in the world. But a lot of the queer people I know, they're fine. Like, if anything, it's a lot of straight people I know that have been sexually assaulted. So. Yeah. For me, um, actually, it's quite the awesome. lot A lot of the people I know, both in, like, my family who are openly out and or my friends, um, sadly, there was some sexual trauma in there. Yeah. There was in there. Um, do I think it really defines them and, like, the path that they chose in terms of like being queer and or gay or trans not a hundred percent but there's still something there like you still went through something hard to marry and you kind of have to heal through and mm-hmm. i feel like um I don't know. It never really, it never fully leaves you as much as you want it to. Mm -hmm. Like, it's still always going to be a part of you, but I don't think it fully defines, like, oh, so this person did this to you, so that's why you're fruity. That makes so much sense. Like, it's not as black and white. Like, they don't always cause an effect for each other. Mm -hmm. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. No, yeah, I mean, I can see both sides of it and I just find it so fascinating because that's always people's like first thought oh like oh you must have been touched and that's what really like set me not set me off but someone in my clinical said that like she was like there's no way like you had to have been touched um if you're gay like and I was like that's just not like the end all be all like that's just not yeah. true um and in relation to that it branches into um grooming or being like a pedophile like a yeah. lot of um black and brown communities will say that being gay is the same as being um a predator and i'm like whoa that's not that's not mutually exclusive time out time out <laughs> Because how are we protecting Uncle Johnny, who's been touching kids in the family for generations, yet little Bobby here just said he just came out as bi, and we're demonizing him and kicking him out of the family, but we're still bringing up out the cookouts. How does that, how does that, how do we, what's going on? That makes <laughs> like, no you know, sense. Like, no sense. You're actively bringing someone around that you know is causing harm to those around you. Or you don't believe. And kick up the one for just not... Existing. For existing. Door. Yeah, for just existing. Literally yeah. just existing. And also, why does his sexual preference and or who he decides to lay down with or have as a partner affect your life in what way? Yeah. Are you dating this person? Absolutely not. So why is it so just amplified like you just dropped a bomb or something like i don't understand the severity of why that was any of your business to begin with and why is it so hard for you to just simply accept someone just for existing like you haven't known them your whole life like you like you just as soon as they say that one thing everything else just goes out the window Mm -hmm. and that's really heartbreaking yeah, like, oh, everything you're interested in is like, oh, yeah, you like that because you're a faggot. 
like or you're gay yeah. like and it's like yeah. what because i recently watched the truth about drain and um i highly recommend it it's free i think it's still free on tubi it's from the 90s it, it's dedicated dedicated to um the man in the 90s i forgot his name but literally so many people know his name um he was <laughs> murdered in college um he was a gay man that was murdered in college and watching this movie i was like i wish people who are trying to understand their queer children would watch especially queer women children because there's a lot of films about queer men and not our queer cis men and not a lot about queer cis women um like discovering getting that support or their family trying to wrap their heads around it and my therapist has even said this to me of your family it's like they have this vision for you, which like, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, you won't know you have kids. And I'm like, I don't yeah. know how I want to have kids then, because I think that's ridiculous. Like, you don't know what it's like to have an image of something, a, a path for your child and for them to mm-hmm. like not fulfill that. And I'm like, that's just so selfish. Like, it just seems like parenthood is so selfish. Um, and yeah. in that movie there was like so much that I was like oh my gosh I'm connecting on another level granted Jane's character was a lesbian um but it's just like a lot of the thoughts she had a lot of like the feelings of not fitting in um and just like you know when she realized she's attracted to another girl and she's like you know in that time in the night she knows she's like this is not good this is not good for me I am not supposed to do this already she has that like negative thought process in herself and like just imagine if like we grew up in a society where it wasn't even like a strange thing and she just would be like oh yeah and now i know like girls well okay well we won't be looking at guys anymore like we'll be trying to because i it makes me so sad i know so many queer people who they real especially I think I know more women than men. I don't even know of any gay men that have done this. Um, but they will force themselves to like be with men, like have sex with men, date men. And it's so yeah. traumatizing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like stop doing that. We would be self harming ourselves like that. Yes, because know, they're I- like, oh, well maybe I just need like some good dick. Like maybe I just need to keep doing it until I'm straight. And yeah, it's maybe like- it'll, it'll start to feel natural if I just keep doing it. Oh like, like, maybe it's just something you learn to like over time. No, no, no. Like, the first time, <laughs> You can call it quits. It, it's okay. And I learned, like, through, you know, our little whole phase after my first relationship, so you say, and just going around or whatever, you know, doing my thing, hot girl shit. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was a form of self-harm for me because I was giving a piece of myself to people that didn't even really know my name at all. And it didn't feel nice. It didn't feel good. And, like, and those situations like that, like you're trying to kind of fill a void within yourself to be wanted, to feel wanted, to feel accepted. Because outside of this current situation right now, between you and this stranger, like you don't feel accepted anywhere else. But they gave you this little bit of attention and some hope that maybe they can be here to understand you. And really, they're just here for a quick nut. So it was like, what was, like, why did I put myself through that? Yeah. Like I could have spend a little time for myself or try to branch out and find people like 
find my like tribe you know people like with like-minded things or whatever and so it is scary because since some topics like this are a little bit taboo so and also it very much depends on where you live because you know everywhere is different some places are a little bit more socially accepting than others unfortunately wish we were all on the same page but we are not so you do have to be careful but you know with new age of social media like i was just going through tiktok and this app called like tammy or whatever i think it's for Timo? yeah it's like no, wish not Timo. oh like <laughs> okay no it's like a dating app like oh um, i think it's called tammy and it's like to find um like friends like it's like mm. lgbtq plus friendly and like to find friends or like a girlfriend or mm. dating what have you like now that you live in that digital age i feel like it's easier to find than before but it's still scary to even try yeah so we just follow the norm like you become a product of your environment in a sense yeah i feel like there's still a lot of download people like someone i think it was this year or last year was like trying to force me to watch sex lives of college girls and i don't really like mindy, oh i heard that yeah i don't really like mindy kaling's um stuff because she always pairs her brown and black characters with white characters because she loves white men um yeah. and it's like so annoying um but there's this white girl who's a lesbian, but she's like a secret lesbian. So she'll use this mm. app to hook up with women like of different ages. Like she doesn't really have like a preference. Um, yeah. And it's like not a big deal. Like it, it, she's making it a big deal and she does not have like that issue where it's like no one will accept her. Like she literally is just making it a problem. Like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Um, but something you said too brought me to another thought process because these are all myths that people I've asked like different queer people to give me um they're like mm -hmm. oh you must have bad relationships you must be bad at dating and you must have had bad parents or a horrible father so this is the only time probably they'll blame the father I think it's for queer boys and girls and non-binary people yeah. where it's like oh you didn't have a daddy so that's why you, that's why you're acting up like this. Yeah. Your mom can't teach you what a real man can. First of all, what the? What? <laughs> no, really? it's like, to me, it's like, dick cannot fix you. Like, literally, no. dick cannot fix you. Good dick, bad dick, like, it can't fix you. Like, I, I don't care. But to me, oh, man, to me, it's like, it's a lot. It's just this, it because I was raised by my mom mostly, and then my stepdad came into the picture, and I consider him my father. And my sperm donor, like, he alive and stuff, but, you know, he ain't shit. Like, he was abusive. Yeah, he, he was disrespectful. Yeah, he was abusive. He was disrespectful. Like, he didn't want to claim me, and I looked just like him. He got so many kids. So it's kind of like, that doesn't make me feel like all men are bad. I feel like men just show me their not great but i don't discriminate all men i'm not one of those people that are just like oh yeah all men suck like you just yeah. show me that you suck then you suck i think women can suck too like i think there's so many misconceptions where it's like oh you're in a queer relationship so like your relationship's perfect like no there's abuse no. there's disrespect there's fighting there's divorce it's just like you know it's just not at a high rate because it's like if you're already queer you're putting yourself out there that is like 
mm-hmm. of risk in the society we live in. By the time you are trying to be in relationship, it's either you're going to be a hoe in the streets forever till you die, yeah. and that's cool, or you're going to be someone that's like, no, I'm settling down, this, that, and the third. And so it can be very, like, annoying when people, excuse me, try to tell you, like, what they think is good for you or, like, what you should have had growing up. And it's like, I'm fine. My mom was both parents. Yes, it granted, it was hard, but that has nothing to do with I'm like, I was very much down for men way more than I you know when I was younger like Justin Bieber that was my white boy okay and like I had (laughs) oh my god I went through a phase right (laughs) yesterday because sorry we're on TikTok again but (laughs) they keep using his sound they keep using his song like from company off the purpose album yeah and baby I forgot how much of a work of art that was I had to listen to that whole album again I was like this is great music. Yeah, this back. skipping <laughs> skipping the R. Kelly. Like, where? Wait, what? <laughs> R. Kelly is on the Purpose album. Is he not? Wait, is Purpose the one where he's like in chains, or is it the one where he's? It's the purple, like the different emojis and stuff. No, that's journals. Okay. But that's like the different emojis. Okay, purpose. I didn't listen to purpose. That's when I was off the um I was off the bandwagon. That's when he got me kind of hooked because I was trying so hard to fight that big fever. <laughs> nah, I get all that. He's not yeah, so he's he's, he's an asshole. Christmas, so Christmas if that's song and I was like, You got me now. Oh no, he's, he's an asshole to his yeah, he's an asshole. So he's not that great yeah. like he was back in the day. And like oh, no. yeah, him and Selena. I'm just I talking mean, music wise. Oh, music wise? Yeah, music wise, he can make good music, but like he's so obsessed with being like R and B. Like he's really trying to get his Justin Timberlake black card and it's like nigga relax. No, he really he really was. <laughs> and I think he succeeded with some things. He had a, he had a song with Nas on that album. Who? Um Justin Bieber. Justin. Um, yeah. I'm over I'm not I'm not in the fandom. Like I, I have too much I have way too much um him in my brain, like from being a true believer. Like I have way too much in my brain about it. So I can't retain anything else. I refuse That's to enter true. back into that fandom. Um, mm. it was a mess. He was a mess, actually. Not it was a mess. He was a mess. But speaking of which, yeah. I will never forget when that girl said that she was pregnant by him. But also, his own father, his news got leaked, and his father was like, saw his dick pic and was like, "Ooh, what are you feeding that thing?" So you know, sometimes straight people be really inappropriate. Um, oh, I missed. I was not. Yeah, you were a part of the fandom. They can be really inappropriate and make it seem like gay people are the ones that are inappropriate. But it's like, baby, there's a time and a place. And publicly on Twitter is not the time nor the place. To discuss your child's tool and publicly. Why would you? What is? His mom and dad were divorced. Yeah, they really do be thinking we the nasties, but. Um, <laughs> before we get into, because probably got to take a break soon, but before we get into that, because we already talked about grooming. We talked about mm-hmm. a predator with pedophilia, bad relationship dating, single parent, absent parent. We touched on that basically too, because that has to do with the bad parents and the horrible father trope things. Yeah. Always saying you need a father figure in your life. And yes, it would be nice, but 
what exactly is a father figure because fatherhood honestly is not really defined well and especially in like well i'll say black american households and there um, is no daddy (laughs) if you got a daddy you lucky your mom and your aunties and your grandmother is the ones really putting that word raising you they're everybody that you need like they're the mom the dad uncles they're any male figure put into one you know they're the ones actually doing the work and they get demonized most like oh that's why that's why your son's a bag it's like oh my god just because and and most of the time they they're not even either out or you know they're just comfortable with it themselves and since they grew up around a lot of women they pick up a lot of women mannerisms which aren't bad excuse me yeah i love men who were raised by women i really do i think they're so easy to be around by women chefs fucking kids because that shows me that you're compassionate you're in my panties are so you're a family person like, you're not gonna treat me like shit like I can tell you I'm on my period and you're like say less come back from the store you got a whole bunch of shit yeah, for me and I love snacks, that you got me yes. cuddles, the eating paddles steady, you got the bowl bath ready not afraid of like I mean I love Be period horrible. sex but like not afraid of like do it like touching me or anything like that like mm-hmm. you're not like i don't know i just feel like it's a deeper understanding you know how to talk to women without being condescending without being disrespectful yeah. without feeling like it's like i like to be treated like equals you know and yeah, it's like you're actually yeah. seeing them as a person and mm-hmm. as an object mm-hmm. to coming out of whatever yeah because a lot of men see women as objects, regardless of its family or just someone they walk yeah. on the street. And then they said that there's a study on that. Yeah, there's a study like, of that. Like yeah. mm-hmm. It'll release it the same. Sad. Yeah, it's weird because it's like, we're not. Like, how do we get like this? How do we no, get here? I don't, I'm not socialized as a boy, so I really don't know. I've always been socialized as a girl. So I, it was, you would have to have a conversation with someone that's socialized as a boy to ask that question. Um, yeah, we gotta gotta bring some uh gotta bring some folks in here. <laughs> we side, we gotta out in here. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really heartbreaking to see because some people have such potential, and because of the mm-hmm. way they're raised, they just go on about their lives kind of like lost, um, and like really struggling in their relationships. Like they're like, oh, um. I can't find someone that's faithful or I can't find someone that's understanding or I can't this and that. And it's like on both sides, whether it's someone that of both gender identities and stuff. um, And it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like even if you're queer or not, like it can be a struggle because of that limitation of understanding and communication. But especially I think in the queer relationships, there's such like a divide of, um, some people who think they're above, or not even some people think they're above, there's some people that get all the support that they've never really had to, an issue with like family and friends. And then some people that it was their family that they lost, their friends that they lost. Um, you know, they couldn't find community, they would have to move away, things like that. Like you have to change your whole life. And it's like, it could be heartbreaking. It could be exhausting, really. Like it's, it's too much sometimes and that's just like where that 
complexity of being queer comes into place of like, can we get to a point where it's like, we could just be ourselves, even with our families, Mm -hmm. like, you know, I feel like straight people are so weird about like relationships. Like straight people always ask you, oh, how's your little, if you're a girl, how's your boyfriend? If you're a boy, how's your girlfriend? Instead of just asking like, oh, are you dating someone? Um, are you happy? Like I, my gynecologist <laughs> just asked me that. Yeah, they never asked, they never asked if you're happy. That's not the first thing that ever comes out of their mouth. Literally. Whether how you're doing or like, oh, like how, like, oh, how's the job? Or, oh, I saw you took a trip. How's that? The first thing. And every, like, he walks in a room family and he's like, you see them, oh my god, I haven't seen you since. So- okay, go ahead. But yeah, so, like, as we were saying, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the first thing to come out of, like, usually family members or friends are just, um, you know, acquaintances, mouths, whatever, mm-hmm. introducing yourself to someone. They always have to ask about your day anyway. They're just so curious about what's going on in the bedroom. And it was never any of their business. And it's honestly quite creepy. Because why why is that the first thing? Why are we so enamored with that? And then and then they're the ones, the cis heteros, uh, they're the ones that... That try to flip the narrative and say that we're all about sex and all this, and we're having the most craziest, outlandish, fucking, I don't know, upside down shit going on. It's like, mm-hmm. um, for one, if we are, that's none of your business, sweetheart. I know you're jealous because you just lay there like a starfish. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ma'am, sir they, thems, whoever, you know, your business is your business, they don't matter, they're not paying your bills, they're not washing your sheets, they ain't doing shit for you, and you ain't doing shit for them, besides being free entertainment from their miserable lives, okay, Mm -hmm. so just do you, whatever, Um, but can we just get some etiquette back, like, can we just be like, what happened to, hey, hey, how you doing, like, I, I love what you're doing out there. Oh, hush, partner, your room's great, cool. Like, why do you automatically have to assume for one? And also, I just hate that question in general because you never know what someone's going through. What if they just had a huge ass breakup and you'd be like, oh, so how's, how are they doing? And it's like, they actually like cheat on me and set my house on fire, but I'm doing great. Doing great. <laughs> no, I and mean, let's just not bring up the topics of like relationships and stuff. To yeah. people and especially let's be age appropriate too because why are we setting up toddlers at birth like children yes. like oh my god my son got a little boy but you gonna be such a player when he grows up it's like why why He's yes. fine. Can he just play with his toys? And no. Like, did you hear about that rapper funny? that um went to his son because he had tri- he had women basically naked dancing in his living room and went to um his son. His son was just getting some Slim Jims. And he was like, you gay? Man, Are you out here? The pantry was so empty. I felt so sorry for that baby. Yes. I, I was like, he could only reach some Slim Jims. All that bragging on and you can't feed your fucking kid. Nothing but some oh Slim Jims. And that was like a three-year-old. And I'm like, people, I'm like, that's inappropriate. That is something that some child protective services need to get involved yeah, in that. Like, like why are you at? 
did that to his son, or was it he had kid? someone it try was... to like basically rape his son? Like, yeah, like, yeah, that... and I'm like, oh my god, I just don't get it. Like, I'm That's like, the father figure we're looking for. Yes, you're so scared of your child being different than you that you will force upon these like traumatizing things because like that's that's like you don't even gotta take your send somebody to a a conversion camp people will make conversion camps in their house and it's like oh my gosh it's crazy it is one thing with like parents and stuff like i get that your child is a part of you but they are not Not you you. they are their own person and we don't see we don't see kids as individuals, as equals. They may mm-hmm. not be intellectual equals, but they are equals in terms of being a human being with thoughts and feelings and should be respected and looked after. Yep. And that's what I think we don't do that enough. Like they're so quick like to try to keep kids away from certain things. Like I another myth um mm-hmm. is like blaming television, blaming RuPaul, like mm-hmm. Steven Universe, like, I don't get that because I'm like, that's not going to turn nobody gay. If anything, it's going to be like, oh, these feelings or these things I mentioned. Because, first of all, drag is, like, really for straight white women. (laughs) Straight women love drag, and the gays love drag. That's it. Like, you'll never really see a straight man go to drag unless he's comfortable with his sexuality, comfortable with his like going things to, to you know like even with the Barbie or movie. Or girlfriend as a joke. Yeah, like even the Barbie movies is like people were like, oh, I'm not going with my girlfriend or my wife because it's a Barbie movie. And it's like, nigga, just get go fucking see Barbie. Like, what are you? Like, it's fine. Like, you gonna see Oppenheimer? Like, Oppenheimer is depressing as shit. Like, who gonna watch that? I, I mean, a lot of people watched it, but that best believe. They actually owe their big ones to Barbie because if it wasn't for Barbie opening up that night, no one would know what the fuck Oppenheimer was. Cause I'm one of those people that had no idea. I didn't my go friend see had it. To tell me, oh, it's about the atomic bomb. Like, why would I see it? I was like, that's what it's about. Jesus Christ! Like, what? Like, what? Someone made a movie about that. It's it's a depressing movie. People who watch it usually mostly want to watch it because of the director and uh-huh. because there's like interest in like that science and like the whole like it, it's a dark movie it's not a happy yeah. movie i i do get the science aspect of it i am a science nerd myself however <laughs> um i feel like celebrating like mass murders like you're the father of the atomic bomb or whatever like why is that something to celebrate like they're mm-hmm. talking about it as if that was something good when it just made like irreversible damages on the planet Mm-hmm. as well as wiped off multiple like land resources people mm-hmm. like, destroyed like, the world yeah it shows like how the scientists like they lied to him essentially he didn't realize it was gonna be used for you know that and so anyway if this is not mm-hmm. Oppenheimer review but, <laughs> <laughs> but also another um Speaking of anime, someone told me that their parent blamed anime for them being gay. And weed, like, I guess it's the thing where, like, weed makes you gay. And I'm like, so many straight niggas smoke weed. Like, if weed made you gay. That really just reminds me of the comment of, like, all those, like, where it goes out with your soldier. It's like, 
Oh my god, I would totally like sleep with a girl. Like, you're so pretty. Oh, yeah, like if, if you're drunk, drinking a wine. Like, I'm only a lesbian when I'm drunk. Yeah, like, oh, that's crazy. so toxic. I'll get drunk around the other and I'll sleep with you. Like, I'll kiss like, you because I'm drunk. <laughs> and it's like, and that whole thing of like making, um, not making, but like trying to convince girls, like, oh yeah, get drunk. I want to see you guys kiss. It's like, no, like if you are not attracted to women, just don't kiss women. Like, just don't do it. Yeah. Go kiss like a man. Like, stop making bisexuality or queerness like your kink. Like, that's not how yeah. it works. And it's really, it's also probably like a king of being like public investment or whatever. Because people do like that. Because why is it always in public? Like they make a big deal of it in public spaces where nobody has consent. <laughs> like everyone just has intoxication. Just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. And then um, some people have talked about. Um, just childish things, which I was kind of confused about, but I guess, um, I guess, I don't know, because a lot of people I know who are into, like, gaming and, like, figurines yeah. and, like, nerd shit, and I guess it's considered, like, I mean, conventions be queer as fuck, like, and I don't think that's a bad thing, I think it's just, like, that space is, like, their interest and stuff, like, I'm not saying straight people can't be into, like, anime and cartoons and all that stuff. Um, yeah, a lot. I feel like it's a it's it's open for everybody. It's just like if you're queer, you'll be looking for other queer people. If you're not, then that's not something that's gonna be on your radar, which is fine. Yeah. And there's one that I'm very like against. I'm very I don't like that. It's a lot of people's like thought process apparently, but hmm. they I I was told like recently that because um, I started watching Hoochie Daddies. I don't know if you watched that mm-hmm. show. Um. It's free have, on Tubi. I've heard of it, but I haven't actually. I've been watching it. I have like three episodes left, and I. Tubi too, right? Yeah, I think it's only on Tubi. Okay. Yeah, um, and I, I always said ever since I realized my queerness that um, if I was with a girl, I would want her to be femme. Like she doesn't have to like always go into that. I don't believe in gender roles. I think that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But femme, like I'm not into masculine like stud like girl that's just not my tea like I mean if I have someone attractive I've someone attractive but yeah um, I know that's like <laughs> yeah and they always gotta add something like yeah really stems yes stems 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 I, I forgot that term yes that is something that um oh no you're frozen oh no oh no I lost connection okay okay it's just Androgyn. Okay, repeat what you said. The um connection went away. Like I, you were frozen, and I was like, "Oh no!" Okay, so repeat oh, no. what you said after you said stems, because I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that that was a term." So go ahead. Yeah, stems. They like to be over androgynous because mm-hmm. I feel like I myself can come off androgynous. Yeah. Do like playing both, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to balance like the mask and the femme. Um. Because I'm learning to be more feminine, or rather, I'm learning to redefine femininity for myself. Because I never saw myself as feminine. I would always, um, due to my like slender athletic build, you know, I'm not out here busting, but I am in the face. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I've been um, and how I 
dressed too. I've been perceived as a man. I've been called a man. I've been missed pronouns or what have you Mm -hmm. throughout my life from child age to 23 years old crazy and now I have long hair it was used to be more apparent when I have my little fro when I have my shave shit but now I got long hair and still that sometimes happens and also it's crazy how your hair length defines whether you're a man or a woman yeah nothing else especially as a black person Mm -hmm. and a black Trayvon, Trey, um, that YouTuber, I used to watch him a lot, and when he came out as bi, that's how he explained it. He was like, yeah, I can take your man and your bitch, like, I don't care. Yes! Yeah, I grew up, like, watching him, and I was like, okay, like, that introduced me to it, because I was like, oh, because he was always, like, gorgeous, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I don't care, um, and I just don't like when people are like, oh, I'm like, you know, they'll be like, oh, who do you think is so attractive, like celebrities or whatever? And I'm like, my boo is Little Nas X. Monteria, I don't, I do not care. That's my, that's my baby. And they're like, oh, but he's gay. And I'm like, okay. Am I ever going to meet this man? Do you see him? Exactly. Am I ever going to meet this man? Am I ever going to nut in this, this man going to nut in me? No. Like, I don't care. He's attractive. Yeah. Like, people are so stuck on, like, Rush. Yeah, it's like, like it's an attractive. It's like a fan. Like doesn't mean you gotta touch him all that. Yeah, it doesn't really mean that I gotta suck his dick. Like, yeah, it's weird, and that's what gets me to like when I was watching um uh Hoochie Daddies. Like mm-hmm. they these are not all studs are like this, but these are like hood rat studs. <laughs> like they are from different areas, and they all got like locks and tattoos, and they drink a lot mm-hmm. and they smoke and. Like, just so much things. And I'm like, yeah, that is not for me. But I'm also not a hood rat. So it's like, I can only do so much. But I was yeah. told, like, oh, yeah, they're like that because they're unattractive. So they decided to be studs. Like, and I'm like, what? I'm like, I know so many studs. Like, I've seen so many studs that are gorgeous. Like, they look more, they look more pretty than these other bitches. Like, I'm like, wait. Yeah, for real. They be so pretty motherfuckers, man. I'm like, I don't think they are studs because, yeah, I'm like, I don't think they're studs because of that. I'm like, some people are just not comfortable. Not everybody's comfortable in a dress. I myself mm-hmm. do not wear dresses and skirts very often. Like, not everybody's comfortable in that. Not, I don't even like wear heels, but I'm not. Yeah, I've tom- grown into trying to, like, get myself to wear dresses and, like, skirts. Or rather, how to, like, style them for my body because mm-hmm. I feel so, like, tall and long. It's kind of awkward. Yes. And I also, though, since growing up, like, a tomboy, I, I have to, like, change, like, some of my mannerisms, like, how I sit and stuff because, you know, I can't be man-spreading in a skirt. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you I'm can't be nigga. Yeah. Like, I can't be that. It's more of an energy than anything. That's why I tell people all the time, like, your energy and the, like the way you carry yourself because I I mean I've seen stuff like I I think about it and like going to school I'm like yeah they were definitely like tomboy but just because you're a tomboy doesn't mean you're a stud because that's yeah. not 
mutually exclusive, exclusive either. And I don't think they're unattractive. Like, I don't think that, oh, because you look like that, like, you're like, oh, well, I have no choice but to be with the same gender because when I was strictly, like, you know, the only thought that I was straight, my main thing when I started to realize I was attracted to women was, like, oh, man, like, how am I going to let women know that I'm attracted to them because I yeah. look so femme-presenting and, like, I just look so tiny or whatever that I'm, like, they're going to be thinking I'm trying to be their friend. And it's, like, no, girl, I'm trying to life up. Like, what do you <laughs> – this is not – what do you think this is? And it's, like, I was, like, I'm, I know I'm not a stud. Like, I'm not um, mass-presenting which is fine because I'm like, I don't believe in gender roles. I will pump gas and I will also want my door to be open. I want flowers and all this stuff. Like I have to believe in like equality. Like I believe in equality and that's Yeah, I really just want to be like whatever I be looking like out here in the world, Mm -hmm. whether it be hyper femme or hyper mass to whatever standards you're trying to uphold in your mind. Yeah. Free my children. (laughs) That's what people People tell you to do. For women, they're going to think that, like, I'm just trying to be a friend or, like, they're going to look at me and take one of the brothers and it's like, but then it's really just your energy. Like, you just be yourself and it's cool. Like, that shit doesn't even matter. And, yeah, I do get dressed from time but it's like, it's not a thing that I used to try to use as a clutch to make a relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to change. And you shouldn't have to change. Yeah, I feel like I've never had to change. I always, I try to have more guy friends. Like, I just try to have a balance of friends. And it's so hard because I don't change, like, anything about me. I think I just, like, let them in, like, as my friend. And they always try to sleep with me. And I'm like, why? Like, we're supposed to be friends. Like, why can't we just be, like, why why are you trying to, like, I'm like, you don't actually want a relationship with me. And some people will be like, oh, well, how do you know? I'm like, I know. Because they would tell me shit. Like, they don't actually want a relationship with me. And I'm like, why? Like, why are you trying to mess up our friendship? And then it's like, I can't even be friends. Like, it's so hard for me to have a cis, hetero, straight male friend because they always are, like, always try to, like, end up sleeping with me or, like, thinking that they can't have me around their other or, like, their partner or whatever. Because, like, oh, because I'm like, I don't want you, nigga. I know way too much about you. I don't want you. Yeah, it really does suck that we can't, or rather, some people, I guess. This, like, some, like, this hetero man just can't fathom having a girl or a friend without having intercourse or any sexual yeah. thing with this, like, you, like, you have, like, what? Like, do you not have, like, sisters you're not close to? Yeah, like, like I feel like you're, like, like my have brother. Have you never like, been around someone that you didn't fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird and I mean we can get more into it but there's this one last myth that I got and it said it said distressed souls who end up looking for acceptance within other distressed souls and I was like whoa I was like that's deep I was like I've never heard that before but okay distressed souls 
looking for healing with, with other distressed souls. Yeah. That just sounds hell. Yeah, that's what they said they've heard as a myth. And this is like, these are all queer people that I asked this question of. And I'm just like, I, I have heard like, from someone in my family that was like, oh yeah, that's like queerness is something, being uh, gay is something that white people brought over. And like on the breeding farms that that because they would force like, you know, the slaves, no matter what their relation to the other slave was, like to have sex to produce. So they were like, Yeah, there was a lot of rape, like there was a lot of rape that yeah, occurred. Yeah, between sons, daughters, mothers and fathers, uncles and aunts and grandmothers yeah. and stuff. And it's... like um the slave owners would like rape other men, they would rape other women, rape other children and um even the women, like, you know, it just, so it was kind of, like, all around this, this crazy thing, and it's raining outside, I don't know if you can hear, but, um, it's just, it scared me for a second, I thought you just rolled on the chair, (laughs) for its ground, it's just, like, I think these myths are so damaging, especially because of, like, a lot of the laws that are coming out, a lot of how, People just discuss and talk about gender and sexuality. I mean, in Florida, they just want their voters to be stupid and not know anything about anything, which is going to work because Florida is already a cesspool of bullshit. I am Florida. Yeah. Y'all need to get on that. No, they're, they're not. And it's fine. They're not. They're, they're going further down the seven depths of hell right now. We're seeing it in real time. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think that what you were talking about, which how we got in this conversation of how you don't identify with a sexuality, you're just you, like, if you want to talk Mm -hmm. about that more. Yeah. Um, I guess because, you know, my family, um, they're, like, really, I don't know, they're just always themselves kind of all the time. They're always out of watch everything loud, loving. And a lot in my family, um, my mom's side where I grew up with, very overpowered by women. There's a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, because you're a Puerto Rican, like Afro-Puerto Rican, so. Yeah, Afro-Puerto Rican, yes. <laughs> we, all the cousins and everybody, we out here. Um, but, and a lot of the close family members that I had, and like my older cousins and stuff, they were, they were gay. And I've never seen, like, my family turn them away. Though I heard stories when I, like, was older, you know, that they did have some hardships within, you know, between their family and home life. But now as I've grown up and now as they're adults and living their life as whoever and whatever, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're accepted and it's not even, like, anything to question. It's like, oh, yeah, that's Sonia, whatever. And um, I guess that's just why I don't really have those because I've just seen, I've just had a lot of examples of just proud people just being apologetically themselves all the time, anytime. No problems, no questions asked. And they always had like support behind them. That's why I I never really questioned myself or or when I started getting questions like that, like from the outside, I always looked at it like, that's not normal. Like, I just 
that I don't I don't know how to answer because mm-hmm. I never had to answer. So I it's more of like how you were it, raised thing because yeah. I think a lot of people's experience is the opposite. They're like that or they don't really have labels because they are afraid of being shunned and ashamed in their family. Because I've never really heard of such a like accepting Caribbean um, black ideology of that like I yeah. would never like go to Jamaica and be like, yeah, this is my girlfriend and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, we, we're friends. Like, <laughs> we're friends. Yeah. And it's more of like a safety thing because I watched a video recently that was talking about like, there's so many, you can get killed in a lot of countries still yeah, for being queer. In prison, raped, yeah. killed on the street as like an honor killing. Like, yeah. It's really bad. Even, like, um, in jails, that guy, I don't know how that video got out, but he was, like, with this transgender inmate, and that was, like, his girlfriend or whatever, and, you know, he was, like, that's supposed to be, like, a private thing, and I was, like, Mm -hmm. now he's not gonna want to leave jail because, you know, people, I don't know, I'm, I feel like there's gangs that don't really care, they're, like, hey, you do you, but, you know, still, stuff like that can be dangerous, and that's the thing about being queer, which it was, um, I think his name was O'Cleary, um, O'Shea, the guy that was voguing at the yeah. gas station and he was murdered. Like, it's still dangerous. And like, you know, I feel like it was this year we heard like a shooting at a gay club again. And, yeah. you know, sometimes some people have these feelings and they will not say anything because they're like, well, I don't want to die. But it's like, if you're like me, I'm black, I identify as a woman, and I'm queer. It's like, either way, like, what's up? Like, Yeah, it's a triple threat over here. Like, yeah. like what more can I do? Actually, I, I'm, I'm black, I'm a woman, I'm a black Hispanic woman, and I'm queer, bro. Like, what yeah. more can we do here? Yeah. That intersectionality is crazy. It's like, there's so many layers. And we don't really talk about all the layers all that much because there's one thing to be black in America there's nothing yeah. to be gay in America there's nothing to be a man or a woman in America mm-hmm. and then there's one thing to be all of it at once, once yeah and, and, and that's, like who do you who do you identify as first yeah or who does the outside identify you as first and that's my thing like I've heard like people like be like oh you can't be mad at like Chappelle um or some more or whatever but i'm like they both miss well not him i don't think he did but she misgendered um Dwayne and gabrielle's daughter like she mm-hmm. openly didn't she was like and i was like what girl like you like yeah. and you know people were like oh gabrielle's so fake because she's like mad and making this speech and it's like no she's speaking she's raising this girl like she has been in her life her whole like majority of her life so she yeah. knows about like how hard it's been or the pain and stuff like that. And that's her baby. Like that was her baby before she had her most recent baby. So yeah. it's like some people just want to fuel this hate and be and say all these things. And like, it's really going to keep the community back. Like people always talk mm-hmm. about how, I mean, in the Jewish community, like they're on another level. Like that's our problem. We can't love and accept each other. It's like, no, God, this and no this and whatever and I think that it's so scary to see how um it's just like a never-changing thing but it's only I think 
getting worse where it's like people will leave their families people will like go off the grid and things like that because they just find it unbearable to live like i would personally even when i was like straight i was like i don't want to see someone pretend to be straight and force themselves into a marriage and having sex Mm -hmm. and having kids that's sad yeah that's so sad break free once when they finally break free they'll be turned as like Oh, it's totally different person. It'll be so heartbreaking, especially if you went that far that long. Yeah. And unfortunately, there's children involved. Yeah. A lot of drag queens, a lot of them have children. A lot of them have women. A drag queen comedian. Uh, she had a. Yes, I know we're talking about. She's trans, though. I think. I think she's trans. Oh, she is trans. I think so because she was on. Um. There was another, but there was another. No artist who also had. Yes, there's a lot of like. The one thing about yeah. Yeah, it's more common, and usually they're older, and they're like, "Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have children because you know they were thinking like, hey, I'm not gay, like I'm not," and then they would, and they want to be. They're active fathers, like you know, or mothers, or however they identify. Like they would, they're like, "No, I'm not gonna abandon my child." Like you know, a lot of them have great relationships with their um, the mother of their children. Like they're Mm -hmm. like, you know, it what it is what it was like. I didn't know, or, you know, some of the time they were like, I knew, they were like, I knew you were gay, like, I just was like, shit, you wanna fuck, like, let's, like, you know, it's just. Yeah, it's like, I still love you enough to just have that hope, but I always yes. knew that. Yes, so, mm-hmm. we are in the final minutes of the podcast, and I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, I always ask mm-hmm. this to everybody, how are you breaking the cycle in your life? Mm, how are you breaking the cycle in my life? I think little ways uh, i say therapy actually looking inside myself and like the issues that came for me like how my mom sort of talks to me and stuff and how i don't want to talk like that to my kids but also having this conversation with my mom to understand that you know she was once my age too she would she was once a kid too and you know my grandmother wasn't the same grandmother that was her mother so just understand just the cycle and like the family trauma and also actually addressing it in my own life and actually putting in the time to try to understand myself and not be so hard or, judge- or judgmental. I think that's how we're in the cycle. Just a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, I love that. It's always important. Like, especially with all the labels that we have. And even if you don't use that label or any labels to just kind of move forward in that, be the better version of like what we knew um, because it's hard out here. Like there's so many things going on in the world. We just gotta, we just gotta do better. But thank you for being here.